you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Created from the cosmic legends of the universe, Dave Damaschek. The mission to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. Hi and hello football fans. Welcome to Side B of this week's Dave Damaschek football program. We press on now after a gangbuster Side A, or at least the part that I heard we talked about in Dominic and Sue, Tim Tebow. We introduced uh, TD, our new producer. Or as he declared himself, black tie. I like it. I think that's going to catch on. We got into the DeLorean, took it up uh, to next Tuesday, went to 88 miles an hour, went to next Tuesday, told you who's going to win the biggest games. And now a treat of treats, especially for you, Adam Rank, actually for anybody who loves uh, anybody who, who loves football yes. should be excited. I, I, I am 100 percent in agreement with you on that. Now, the uh, the subject of the new biography because it was Sunday, one of the real great legends of uh, L.A. Rams uh, history, Jack Youngblood. How are you, sir? We're, we're we're excellent. We're probably better than we we deserve, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations on the new book and uh, and what is the inspiration for the title? First of all, because it because it's Sunday. You know, uh, we we wanted to 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 get it down on paper. You know, telling the stories. Uh, using you know using some of the some of the events and things uh, over the years in, in speeches and in presentations, that's one thing. But to get it down on on, on black and white is is another. And uh, you know you there were so many good people in my life that that influenced the you know the, the career and the direction we were going in. And I, I kind of wanted to to recognize that and and say thank you in a in a in a way. Um, and then to leave that for for maybe some some young man who's who goes through the same you know trials and tribulations that I went through, and and realized that hey we can do this you know this this can happen. 
Well, Jack, I'm going to now turn it over because he is <laughs> he's swooning. He's, he really is. Are you able to talk right now? I think it's tough. You're able to get out a question? All well, right. You, can, you know, the, the funny thing is, is you can tell when a person grew up as an L.A. Rams fan because my friend Patio, who's about 10 years older than me, swears by Deacon Jones. I'm 10 years younger. I swear by Jack Youngblood. We have these arguments all the time. So, yes, it's. All right. It's well, been, listen, don't don't get caught up talking to me. Go ahead and talk to Jack <laughs> Youngblood. Hey, hey you, uh, you, you got the two of the best that's ever played the game. So, I mean, and, and I'm a I'm a clone of Deacon. Uh, if you remember, you know, I came into the, in the league in 71. And and who did I who did I have to make the football team with? Deacon Jones. <laughs> mm-hmm. You backed him I'm up. Think, but then I'm they thinking, traded him the next year. Right. 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 But I, I'm thinking, you know, when I when I get there. Uh, and I realize, you know, what I'm about to get into. I'm thinking it's going to be a short trip. <laughs> how, do, how do you how do you beat out Deacon Jones to play on you know to play on the football team? Uh, that's that's not going to happen today. <laughs> that is pretty amazing, though. You and Aaron Rodgers, and uh, it's a pretty short list of guys that successfully can replace a legend like that. So good for you. Yeah, it, I, I tell you, it, it's and it's credit to Deacon and to Merlin. Um, and fortunately, I had I had six, seven more years with with Merlin, but uh, but I had that one year under uh, with, with Deacon, and he put his he literally put his arm around me one day. He said, "Kid, you got you've got what it takes to play, but I've got to teach you how to play." <laughs> and 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 I listened. I, I tried to listen anyway. And one of the things that was the hallmark of your career was your toughness. And the title of the book, Because It Was Sunday, obviously refers to your toughness and dedication. You didn't miss a game until 1984, and even a broken leg couldn't keep you down. And to the listeners who might not uh, know this story, shame on you, first of all. But you played not only in Super Bowl fourteen, you played in the 79 NFC Championship game. When that was going on, was there ever a doubt that you weren't going to play? Oh, yeah, there was there was a, a little doubt at first. Uh, as I'm going into the locker room, I, I I feel it moving. I feel the bone moving. And um, I'm thinking to myself, mm, that's not real good. <laughs> this, this is not going to this is not going to bode well here. And we take a picture of it. And, and uh, you know, the doc, he, we get the we get the trainers in there. And I said, I said, doc, tape it up. We got to we got to go try and play. And he said, he said, you can't do that. You got a broken leg. He said, and he showed me the film, and, you know, of course, I'd already seen it, and he said, you snap like a pencil, Jack. I said, well, let's just try it. we got to go try. That's my responsibility. I'm the captain of the football team. Uh, we've been here. We've been in this situation too many times before, uh, and I, I'm, going to, I'm going to try and, and contribute to this football team. And they looked at me and went, you're nuts. And I went, yep. But let's go. <laughs> well, but I mean, this this sounds like a silly question, but really, I mean, how much did it hurt? You had a broken leg, and you're playing football. Were you in excruciating pain? To me, yes, yes. I mean, every time you, I, I planted that left foot, it was like somebody stabbed you with a knife. Uh, and you can't, you can't deaden that. You can't, you can't take painkillers enough to, to, you know. To allow you, you, you can't. You can take enough painkillers to, to to knock it out, but you can't play then. You'd mm. be, you be asleep on the sidelines. <laughs> but you, you had to block it out. I just had to block it out. And 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 there was a couple of times. You know, the body will defend itself. You know, you you injure yourself bad enough, the body will react and and try to protect it. And there was a couple of times when I I planted trying to come back inside 
on a move and um, and just put too much pressure on that on that on that bone, and it met, the left leg just collapsed. So I went down in the pile. But um, no, it was it was excruciating. There's no question about that. And it's so amazing. I think anybody who would, who followed the Rams understood that you guys had gotten so close for so many years going against the Vikings and the Cowboys that when you finally got a chance to play in the Super Bowl, you weren't going to miss it. We all understand that. But here's the thing. You played in the Pro Bowl after that. How is that possible? <laughs> uh, hey, I had... I'm not going to miss that party. I mean, I've, I've come through. I've come through the Dallas thing. I came through the Tampa deal. We got we got through, you know, uh, the, the Steelers and, and the Super Bowl. And now the, the the next event is the Pro Bowl, and we had six or seven of the guys going. Now I'm not going. I'm not going to weenie out on the boys. I got. I got. I've got to go over there and at least, you know, you know, tote and fetch for them. <laughs> well, what do you say to the modern athlete? Because now everybody begs out of the Pro Bowl for, you know, somewhat, you know, minor injuries. They have a commercial shoot. Yes. Like, how is that? How do you feel about these guys? I It insults me, to be honest with you. I mean, I'll just be blatant there. Yeah, that insults me because you have been honored by your peers, your coaches, your coaching peers, and the and the public, and your, your, your fans. And then to... And then to say, well, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't have time to go do that. You know, that's beneath me. I don't need to do that. I, that insults me. It should insult everybody who, who, who votes on, on that, that particular issue. You know, uh, these, players, these players today, they, I, I, I don't understand it. I mean, that's, that's probably why I'm not in the game. You know, I, I, I'm so, so you know, hard-headed. But I just don't understand the... Um, how do I put this politely? Prima donna. <laughs> <laughs> How do you, you know, I, I don't understand the, the the lack of humility. Yeah, that's why prima donna, or as others have called it this week, the sissification of uh, of the NFL. What do you think about that, though? Obviously, talk about the broken leg. That's all you need to say about you and your toughness. But what about this code that the the big controversy this week? up in Detroit that the Atlanta Falcons were boo-hooing because Indomitian Sue was uh, allegedly, he even, as a matter of fact, denies that he made the remarks, but when Matt Ryan is on the ground injured, that he was saying, get him off the field, so on and so forth. And there was all sorts of gnashing of teeth from the residents of Mount Pius. This is wrong. How can you do this? My reaction to it is, you know, listen, he's a defensive lineman. He <laughs> He commits assault on the field every day. You know, I, 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 it's not surprising he would have a nasty streak. You, in fact, it's a virtue to be that way, yes? You have to. You have to have a little ugly in you to, to be able to compete and play at that level. And, and Sue apparently is – I haven't seen him play a lot, but the, the, the clips that I have seen, the boy can play. Um, and and he's, he has that little nasty streak in him when he's on the field. Now, the comment – See, see, I, I can see the comment because it's 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 almost sarcastic the way I would think it was. Obviously, he's going, you know, because <laughs> I've heard I've heard I've heard my trainer tell me, "Get up off the grass! You're killing you're killing my grass over here," you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I I don't take offense to that much, and and neither should neither, neither should Matt because I, I don't think it was malicious. I think it was just a, you know, in the heat of battle, when you're out there and, and you're, you know, uh, 
you're competing in 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 in, in physical contact. You got to you got to have a mental attitude to do that. What about the tattletaling, though? That's how it sounds to me. Is that the Falcons turn around in the uh, post game and talk to the media about it? He was Mandamic and Sue was mean out on the field today. <laughs> Doesn't that seem a little bit uh, un NFL y to you? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> they, 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 they should, they should, if if they feel that way and they think they're legitimate in their in their um, uh, estimation of of what Sue was doing. Then take then, then take the matter to sue. Don't don't take it to public. Take it. We would take it back to the to the source. If we have an issue, Merlin Merlin took it to the huddle. You remember Merlin walked into the huddle of St. Louis one time and and, and was was sticking that big old finger in, in Conrad Dobler's chest. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I look at Freddie and Brooks. I said, all right, boys, here we go. We got to go back up here. <laughs> well, Jack, I'm glad you brought up St. Louis because I grew up 15 minutes from the front gate of Anaheim Stadium out there in Corona, California. Now, I don't uh, refer to the team that plays in St. Louis as the Rams. I refuse to do that. What about you? Do you still have a relationship with the team? Well, I, I've kind of got myself. I, 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 I talked about that last week when I was on the media, media tour in, in, in L.A., and to be honest with you, no, we don't have a, a real relationship. I mean, yeah, yeah, they they know me, uh, Demoff and, and uh, Devaney. They know who I am. Uh, but but it's, if you, if you call that a relationship, we we really don't. And they don't have they don't have a, a, a an ongoing relationship with any of the uh, of the pre ninety fires fibers. Hardly. I mean, the only one that that went across. You know the line was was Jackie Ray Slater, mm-hmm. and, and and Jackie still has a decent relationship with him, I think. Um, but but as far as an alumni organization that has that 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 is there to be to be used to to enhance the organization, they, they you know like other other franchises have they have, they they utilize their alumni, you know, in marketing in in advertising. Uh, help with the players. I mean, you know, we—I've got 201 consecutive games under my belt. I, I, I think I've got a little experience. Yeah, it seems <laughs> as though it seems as though it's a willful decision to try and distance themselves from the LA past, even down to the uniforms. I mean, they—that metallic gold versus the 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 great. Uh, royal blue and uh, that yellow that you wore in the Super Bowl. What is that the best uniform in uh, Rams history? Or did you did you like the blue and white? Uh, actually, I, I, I love I love the blue and white. I really did. That was uh, you know that that uh, that royal blue jersey just popped. I thought and was you know it was simple, but it was in, and clean. And I, I like that. What do you think? Do you think then that uh, talking about uh, you know the franchise now in St. Louis, you always hear about uh, looking for a new stadium with that team, with the Vikings, Jacksonville, your your uh, your native uh, town. Where do you think is there going to be a team in L.A. In, let's say next year, as soon as next year, you hear about these deals crumbling in different towns. San Diego's another one. Do you expect to see possibly the Rams back in L.A. at some point soon? Timing has, has has a lot to do with that. Uh, the the building of a, of a new house has has significant uh, influence on that. 
I, I know the I know the commissioner and, and and the and the owners want another franchise in LA. Television wants that. Um, now, how how that's all going to work out? That's another thing. I mean, when you've got, but I'm not real sure. And this is just my opinion, and and, and then I may be, you know, 180 degrees off. But I, but I experienced being a, a rock star in in Los Angeles because we had a good franchise and we won. And people were excited about that, and they followed us, and they turned us into rock stars. And you, um, you think about that, and you you experience that. I'm not sure that the, the Los Angeles Vikings is going to work, nor, <laughs> nor nor would the Los Angeles Jaguars. No, I think that there would there would be a you know somewhat of a of a following, but to really embrace. You know, you're a new franchise back or the old franchise. Bring back the old Rams that were that were there from what thirty seven on, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, something like that. You know that that's that's certainly a possibility. But then again, that's that's Mister Cronkie, and he, he's got to make a decision on you know what to do with that franchise and and the, the issues with uh, you know with the St. Louis you know stadium and 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 the and the following that they have you know they have. Um, uh, encountered there in St. Louis. We need to right oh, the wrong. We need to right the wrong. We need to bring I the know. Rams back. Here's a, here's another situation. Here's the thing that offends me. And you talked about this briefly. You talked about Merlin Olson going into the t- huddle and poking poking Conrad Dobler in the chest. And if you go to St. Louis, they honor Conrad Dobler in their little ring of St. Louis. And that offends me. Is that right? Wow, that, that is, is outrageous. Right. It is outrageous. So if a team, let's say, okay, now my first choice, bring the Rams back. But let's say another team moved out here. They rebranded it. Would you be open, like if there was a new team called the, let's say they called themselves the L.A. Dons or something. No, the Hollywood Knights. I told you. That's Don't with a K. <laughs> Jack Youngblood. That's an awesome name. Knights like the, you know, Knights in Shining Armor. That would be Hollywood Knights. Knights. That's good. Knights. That's that's a good name. I, 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 I've never heard that. That's that's pretty good. Thank you, Jack. Oh, you got Jack. <laughs> you got his endorsement. That's pretty good. But if, they, but if a new franchise, like if, they, if, if, it, if a team was rebranded like that, would you be open to being a part of that? I think there should be a, a ring of L.A. honor with you in it. Would you be, you know, want to be a part and embrace that franchise? Well, that's that's something to think about. Uh, would and that's it's some league decisions and, and I think team decisions as as to, you know, can you transfer that and say they are this is the Ram organization coming home mm-hmm. or the legacy coming home to to establish a place for us because we don't have a place in St. Louis apparently. Yeah, uh, you know, so. Uh, I would consider it. I would consider it. I would, I would like to be a part of it uh, and, and help design it and make it work. And, and, you know, I understand the marketing. I was, I was in the front office for, you know, for, for eight, eight, ten years. And I understand the marketing aspect of, of, of what they're doing and, and trying to do. But then, but then it comes down to a personal issue. And with, with I mean, with Merlin, Merlin would never, would, was invited back. Deacon, Deacon was telling me the other day, he goes, he goes, they invited me back one time to do this, this Jersey thing, and I'm standing next to Deardorf. And he goes, he, goes, I, he was my mortal enemy. <laughs> why, why am I standing here next to him when I'm having a Jersey done here? That's criminal. That really, I mean, that 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 is an outrage. That shows just no sense 
at all for the for the lore of football for your own franchise that is uh, clueless you know rank mentioned though the the great history of the rams and the part that you were a part of in the uh, in the 70s and you all it did seem like year after year you guys were playing in southern california in, in, invariably had to travel up to the met to play the vikings in that frigid in those frigid temps do you think it's a shame? I mean, I, I guess I know what your answer is going to be, being a tough guy. But don't you think the Vikings are making are, are missing a huge opportunity and wasting a potential home field advantage by playing in a dome up there? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no question in my mind. I've still got a scar on my right cheek and not, not my face cheek. My <laughs> skidding, skidding across the ice, that, that that, that ice that had been built up for you know for three months, and, and on on the on the sideline there, and I, I landed right on that right cheek, and it ripped my my you know my <laughs> pants really? off of me. It ripped my pants off of me. It, it just tore. Them. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a there's an advantage there for the for the Vikings to play outside. There really was. So you don't go. So you don't have to pay a visit up to the Met that season in '79, the year the nine and seven Rams go on their run to the Super Bowl. You do go into Dallas Stadium. You do go into uh, Texas Stadium, and Billy Waddy and uh, Vince Ferragamo hook up and uh, for the last minute touchdown there to knock them off. Then you play on the broken leg against Tampa Bay in those creamsicle jerseys. Then you go on to what is essentially a home field advantage, a home game in Pasadena to play the Steelers, and you almost, almost knock them off. Talk about it. Six minutes to go in the ball game. If we could have stopped it right there, it'd been good. It'd been <laughs> real good. But we, uh, we, we were, we were ahead nineteen seventeen, mm-hmm. and um, and and Terry. Terry went back and uh, and found John Stallworth down that left side and and Stallworth went went up and made one of those circus catches that we see you know twenty nine times in, in today's game these these big tall uh, athletic receivers today they they you throw the ball to the backside and they go they go catch it over the defender and that's what John did and both our defenders unfortunately came down and couldn't make a play couldn't tackle them and that put that put them ahead and. Put us in a bind, and then we threw, then we threw an interception, and and it was, uh, you know, game ball game over. By Rod the way. Perry almost got a fingertip on that pass oh. before it got to Stallworth, huh? Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. We've we've seen that 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 replay too many times. That's a nightmare. Yeah, I've seen nightmare. it plenty. Yes, and Dave was talking about the Met and now the Metrodome. Now, if the Vikings had had a dome in the seventies, how many Super Bowl titles would we be looking at for the L.A. Rams? I'm saying at least two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we would have, we would have, we would have gone on, gone on from there. You bet. Seventy four and seventy five, if I'm not mistaken. Seventy four, seventy five. Yep, yep. And then, then remember they came to, they came to L.A. Oh, and it rained. And it, and it, and I thought the good Lord had told us that it, you know, he wasn't going to let it go more than thirty days. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and it seemed like it rained that entire month. And and the Coliseum was nothing more than a pig pen, because they, you know all year long they're they're re- reseeding that you know that grass with nothing but cow manure and, and grass seed. So so it, and it rains you know six inches that week. So what's it turned to? It turned into a, a, a stockyard. 
I remember when the uh, I remember when the Steelers rolled in there. I think it was seventy eight, and it was also uh, it was a torrential downpour. The field was nothing but mud, and I think you beat them fourteen to seven. You beat the great Cowboys with Staubach. You beat the you beat Bradshaw and company at least in that game. And then you talk about the Vikings. That is the golden age, as far as I'm concerned, of all time great teams. You had the Dolphins. The Raiders. the Raiders, so many of the all-time great teams all playing at the same time. Never mind your team, by the way. What is the best team you played in the 70s? Uh, the best team I played or, the, or, or, my, or my best team? No, yeah, team that you played. Mm. I can't I, believe I, I think, stumped I think, them. I think you're in, I think you're in, you're out. You, you, I, I would go with Dallas. I would go with Dallas. Because, How dare you? That's the end um, of this interview. I'm sorry. It, I, 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 I want this it. phone disconnected right now. I, I, I'm a huge Tom Landry fan. I, I, I just respect the man so much and, and, and all he did for the game. And, and um, you know, he just he continued to put together great football teams and, 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 and let them win. But what was the best team that you played on, though? Let's let's take that because I we we've had talks about this with amongst my friends and everything. I say the '75 team, but what do you say? I'm thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, my '75 team is probably pretty good. Um, you know, the, the the one key issue that we that we struggled with early was, you know, we went from we went through what five or six different quarterbacks, right? Trying to, trying to find that one who could who could get us over the hump. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we. I mean, we went, we we the old, the old man Carol. He went to the extent of, of going and, and and bringing Joe in, Joe Namath. You know, and 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 poor Joe would you know he 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 about used up that that tank. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, I mean, that was. And, and Pat Pat Hayden, one of one of my uh, close friends, and 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 love him to death. He's a great great guy. You know, he 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 gave us his heart um, in, in, in some tough situations, some tough situations out there. And um, yeah, we then we had we had Jaws for a while. We had James Harris, and then we had we had John Hadle, and and I mean you can I mean we, <laughs> you can start you can start a you know a, a quarterback you know social club. With all the quarterbacks that we went through. And it seems to me, Tina, you retired in August of 85. Was it finally because you talk about all the quarterbacks that came in, you finally, they bring in Dieter Brock. Was it like, you know what? Enough's enough. I can't put up with this. (laughs) (laughs) That one, I did scratch my head on that one. I mean, (laughs) I was going, what? But anyway, Dieter was a fine fine kid. I mean, it 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 wasn't wasn't his fault. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I I retired because the game the game started to change how the coaches wanted to wanted to deal with players. They they wanted to start this this you know uh, shift type of thing. They wanted to they wanted to bring me on and, and bring, bring on pass rushers and, and get the first down players and and I and I I really I I could still I mean I. I could have rushed a passer for, you know, for another three or four years easily. Oh yeah, make but, the mistake. You had nine and a half sacks uh, in your final year. Yeah, but that's not the way I was taught to play the game. I was taught to play. You know, when you're the starter, 
you you are supposed to be the best of the uh, of the of the bunch of defensive ends that that plays first down, second down, third down. Make them punt, come off the field. You, you play any and every situation. Now they want to rotate them in. They want to, you know, they they, they want to. And the you know, a coach would use uh, well, well, we got, we got fresher bodies in there. But that fresher body isn't as good as a as a conditioned body. That's your first team, in my opinion. Agree. Mean Joe Green never left the field. Of course, he never I'm, left the field. I'm sure Bourbon you remember never that. Left the field. Bob Lilly didn't leave the field. Yep, yep. So, what about this, though? Rank is going to get upset. He doesn't like that I want to ask you about this, but I'm fascinated <laughs> by it. Don't you think it's crazy, Jack Youngblood, that you were playing on a Rams defense simultaneously with a man named Jim Youngblood, and you were not related? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it really was. It really was. We had we had a lot of fun with that, you can imagine. I sure. Mean, <laughs> I, I had to make sure Jimmy Jimmy and I didn't cross our girlfriends. You know, we, <laughs> <laughs> or you made sure you did. No, that's oh, did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 then we became you know because he was my 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 right hand man. I mean, he played right behind me all the time. We didn't flip flop our linebackers, and uh, Jimmy and I became you know. Brothers, literally brothers, and and the crazy part about it was we really looked alike. I mean, we did. I've I've had uh, occasions when when the PR office would send pictures someplace, and you'd go on a on a uh, on an appearance, and there's Jimmy's picture. And at the same time, at the same time, up in Cleveland, there's number 34 and number 43, two running backs named Greg and Mike Pruitt, spelled the same way, unrelated. Why does no one else think this is this is uh, some weird thing that we better get in touch with Ripley and let him know about? Because it's hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It was, those were fun days, though, because they, you know, I, I, to this day, I still get asked, how's your brother? And, and, and there are times when I just don't want to answer the question. You know, understandable. I, he's he's okay. <laughs> That's good to know. Well, Jack, you're one of the one of the prides of Jacksonville, and I would say also Leonard Skinner, also the pride of Jacksonville. Where do you stand on Leonard Skinner? Allman Brothers versus Skinner. Whoa, that's tough. That's tough. Two good ones there. Um, I gotta go. I gotta go to hometown. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Leonard. <laughs> hey, speaking of young blood, you ever see the movie with Rob Lowe? No, I really haven't. <laughs> I haven't that. All um, right, <laughs> uh, Rank. What else do you have for uh, Mister Youngblood here while we got him? Well, I just want to say swooning. Go I'm ahead, swooning. Say. I really do feel that we need to get a team back in Los Angeles. I think that team needs to be the Los Angeles Rams, and I think it, to me it's criminal that they're not recognized for their greatness. And people, Jack, back me up on this. L.A. has great sports fans. I mean, you alluded to it earlier, but how great was it playing? Because you guys, and people might not understand it, but you guys were the biggest sports team in L.A. We were during those years. We, we, we really were. I mean, the Lakers had, had their own, you know, they had their own following, and, um, and, and basketball has its own. I mean, there's, there's somewhat of a crossover, but, but no, we were, um, we were, the, we were the, uh, the team to follow there, and, and those people let us know by, by their attendance. I mean, we we I mean, we had. I think the last game of the year we had one game. We had Pittsburgh there, 
the last game of the year, they were they weren't in anything, but we had one hundred and four thousand. Wow! <laughs> and the last game of the year, <laughs> we're, and we're we're all walking on the field, going, "Whoa, where did all these people come from?" <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's uh, it, it's a great sports city. Uh, you know, the issue of where that stadium is going to be is certainly you know being being bounced around now. So uh, I think they got to settle that, get somebody to you know crank that up and and build it in a hurry. So that um, you know, one of these franchises is going to, if there if there is going to be a new one there, then the commissioner's got to go through the the uh, um, the expansion um, mode and get that done, and and then there's going to be you know some franchises looking to move. So it, it will it'll be, it will be interesting. Be something to talk about always. Well, Jack, from uh, your mouth to Goodell's ears, uh, best wishes with the book uh, because it was Sunday. Thanks very much for the time. It was, I can say, it was a real pleasure to speak with you. You're a delight, but uh, but uh, the thrill really is uh, for Adam Rank. Thanks, thanks for taking the time to yap with the both of us. Thanks, Jack. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Anytime. All right. Take good care. Well, Rank, you're still coming down. Talk about it. <laughs> First, you you say to, I gave you, Jack Lamb. You, you heard I gave uh, Youngblood a talk about it too. You did. Super I did Bowl notice, fourteen. Talk about talk it. about it. I did. I laughed. Um, he actually took the uh, Jim Youngblood, Jack Youngblood thing better than I thought he would. He was a peach. He Listen, was great. We've got we, we've gotten really lucky, or maybe it's just we're so charming that we draw people in a little and, and bring out a, a little column B. Yeah, and bring out uh, bring out their charming side themselves and their humor. But uh, either way, we've we've been on some run here. I've really enjoyed the people we've gotten the kibitz with, and Jack Youngblood right there. You know what's amazing is I've been to the Hall of Fame a number of times. Never gone up and talked. I've wanted to Too talk nervous. to him a little bit. Like it just seems like if there was a natural reason for me to go up and bother him. But now I feel that we're chums. I have his phone number now. Sure. You should start. Calling I'm putting him. it in my phone. You should ask him if that was cool. Better yet. He's you know what? Just start calling him. I'll just be like, hey, Jack, what's up? Adam Rank, NFL.com. No, no, no. Don't you don't give a title. You just say, <laughs> hey, it's Rank. See what he see, see if he just starts kibitzing. It with you. seemed like he was and he. What he a took, delight. What and a he delight. Took Skinner over the Allman Brothers band, which was nice, too. All right. Well, there you go. All right. Listen, we've covered a lot. We've said it all. Let's uh, stop down here and come back next week. What, what, what say you there, Rank? I'm all for it. All right. Great. Great work out of you. Can't wait to hear that Fred Jackson interview, though. That's uh, what I, that's what I'm intrigued by. I'm going to have to listen to that with the rest of America and see how, how well you did. <laughs> all right. That's uh, your, your silence says everything. All right. Listen, <laughs> black tie. Nice job in uh, in week one. At least two or three more weeks for you, I think. Probably. We'll see how it goes. As Jason Garrett said about DeMarco Murray, he's earned at least some playing time. You understand. Let me just say, let me, uh, all right, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. I, that, that, I don't want to start because that's another 15 minutes and, <laughs> and I've had enough of you. All right. So we'll stop down there. We'll be back with episode 32 next week. Until then, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish shop now at a store near you 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.